Howdy, folks. My name is Marble, and my pronouns are she, her. My name is Ray, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Mars, and my pronouns are they, them. And it's time to draw a card from the deck of friendship. I threw a little little sing song in there. You did there. That was fun. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I kind of liked it. Um, I was into it. Uh, this is a podcast where each week we uh, we talk about an episode of an anime that's based on a real life game. Uh, switching up the intro a little bit, and the reason why is because um, nobody knows what game based friendship anime means. Valid. You say that to people, and they have no idea what you're talking about. What the heck is a game based friendship anime, Mars? I don't get it. I don't get it. They didn't teach me that in grammar school. I don't know, Mars. I don't know anything about this game-based friendship dueling. I'm that was. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, I do want to put a an apology up front here. I do have some gauze in my mouth for reasons. I put it there. Mar- Marvel put gauze in my mouth, and I am cursed to have it for a he couple episodes. He can't take episodes. it out, but he also can't swallow it. That's the challenge. Oh. Uh, Ray went to Marvel's house to get his tooth removed. I um, just went to a dentist. And now which I'm the might keeper be Marvel's of Raymond's house. teeth. I don't know. The Millennium Teeth. The Millennium Raymond Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you you own them now. So, yep. uh, I'm, so I'm gonna so, sound... Yeah, sorry, continue. No, you're good. I'm gonna sound a little, little off for a couple episodes. We'll see. Unless you're not better in two weeks. Unless, you're, unless you've still got gauze in your mouth in two weeks. I think that's a bigger... <laughs> you just got used to it and didn't want to take it out. Mm. It's, it was, it's, it's comfortable. Just, it's just part of me now. Mm. Yeah. Uh, this week we're talking about episode uh, Yu-Gi-Oh season one episode eight. Everything's relative. Um, also known as the stolen blue eyes right dragon in the Japanese version. I've never said the Japanese titles before, but this is a, a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so do we want to do a quick? Well, I don't know how quick the summary going to be. A lot happened in this episode. Yeah, there was like no dueling, all plot. It was mostly plot. It was one of those mostly plot episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of trippy. Yeah. Also, real wild, just through and through. Yeah, it was just like, and here's another, and here's another weird thing. Uh, Ray is currently getting food, and uh, this is staying in the podcast. Yeah, because Ray's time is very important to us, so we want to make sure that we're respecting it mm-hmm. by continuing to podcast while he's not here. Yeah, we also, you know, because like, you know, we also want to like, I guess, you know, take away Ray for a little bit out of the podcast just so you can like learn to miss him. Uh, yeah. So that when he comes back, you'll be ever so joyous. Yeah, because whenever Ray's not here, he actually he actually keeps uh, me and Mars from just being at each other's throats. <laughs> You hear that, Mars? I'm coming for you, mother... Gamer. Yeah, Oh, yeah. gamer. I can't say that. Oh, gamer. I can't say that either. You can't say that. You can't say that. Uh, um, Marvel, Marvel, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to fight you for swearing. I, I don't swear. What Hi. are you talking about? Hi, I'm so sorry. I want to explain real quick. Right. Ordered... Marvel did a big swear while you I were gone. I did so many big swears. Did you do it so we knew where to cut everything? Here's yeah, the I thing. Said it real loud. Here's the thing. Um, I think this is like the first and only time that I'm going to have to like <laughs> that I'm going to bleep instead of cut it out. 
I like that. I'm because, so sorry. Oh, thank God. Because, like, <laughs> that all needs to stay, I think. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to hear it. I'm sorry. Like, okay, so I want to explain myself real quick. I ordered food. Yes. And one of the biggest anxieties that come to me is, like, making delivery people wait at the door. Oh, yeah. I oh, just yeah, don't sure. want them to be there forever. Not It's not because I'm hungry and need the food. It's I don't want them waiting forever because they have other things to do, and it gives me a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, I like to wait outside for delivery people. Yeah, if I can, I would, but... <laughs> Uh, we're recording, and as soon as I heard the doorbell, I'm like, boom! You could have have taken your whole recording setup outside. We could have met the delivery person, Mm -hmm. had them as a guest, asked them what their favorite Yugi card card was. (laughs) Yugi card. Yugi card. So, okay. Alright, back in. I'm sorry. Now now that Ray has returned from the food dimension, let's, let's talk about this episode a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean for a whole episode of our podcast. Wow. That so, sounds like it could take 45 to, minutes to an hour. It could take about 45 minutes to an hour, I, I think, in my, in my estimation. Um, mm. uh, so, uh, let's, let's do a quick, uh, plot summary of, uh, of this episode. Pegasus. Is why, is reading a comic book. So, oh, it opens, my, can it I please, op- can I yes, please? go, so, go for it. <laughs> the episode starts with Pegasus, like, in his, his dining hall, just, like, doing the most evil laugh we have heard on this show today. And that's saying something, because Weevil had a, had an evil laugh on him. But he's just, he's, like, evil cackling. He's like, I am a horrible gay stereotype. Um, you know, he's like, he's like really going to town on this evil laugh. And then it zooms in on him and it turns out that he's, <laughs> he's laughing at a comic book. And he literally looks at it and he goes, these guys are hilarious. What will they think of next? <laughs> it's so choice. It's, it's so good. It's such a good choice. Now, here's the thing. We don't open with that. We, we open with open a with masked that. child. A mystery going- boy. Climbing down a tower a la Rapunzel going and then following it and going, oh, yeah, it's about and then right. Pegas- Pegasus's henchmen's are like, um, you know, that child you kidnapped, he, he just climbed out of the wind- window Rapunzel style and he was making a bunch of weird anime noises like. <laughs> <laughs> And Pegasus is like, you're bothering my Gorgonzola fruit juice and comic time. Yeah, okay. Oh my god, that's literally what he said, isn't it? Yeah, yes. so... <laughs> okay. I could spend an okay. entire episode talking about this scene as the thing. It's okay. so weird. So, um, there's two things. So this is the first episode where we really get, like, the first, like, hint of four kids, like, editing stuff out that they don't deem appropriate for children's television. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, there are uh, two, in the scene, there are two differences in, in the dub. The first one is, you know, pretty obvious that Pegasus says that he's drinking fruit juice instead of wine. Uh, which is pretty obvious considering that he's drinking it out of a wine glass. 
I feel that though. Sometimes if I'm like, if I'm not looking to get tipsy, I'll just put some like cranberry juice inside of a wine glass and I'll be like, look at me. I'm an adult. Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't get that because drink... I just don't drink at all. I'm very, I'm oh, a very, fair. I'm a very boring person. And um, then the con, the contrast is I also drink wine out of like Lego movie cups. Oh, good. You're valid. <laughs> I love this a lot. Uh, so the, the second difference in this scene is a little bit weirder uh and it's that in the original japanese uh version the title of pegasus book is visible and the title is funny rabbit uh in the dub for some reason the words funny rabbit are blacked out huh yeah huh i wonder if it was like copyright or something i don't it's just it's just what thing is called funny rabbit were they worried about Bugs Bunny copyright or what? I don't know. I don't know. See, Funny Rabbit is what you say to get around the Bugs Bunny copyright. Right. Huh. Also, I happen to know for a fact, I, I know, like, here's the thing. I haven't seen any sort of informational pamphlet or video on the changes between the dub and the sub. Um, but there is another change in this episode, and I don't know it for for a fact. Like nobody told me this. I just feel it in my heart and soul, and I'd like to cover it when we get to it. And I'm sure okay. that if you have the differences in front of you, you know what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure we all know. I this think. I too. think. I think we all know. And I and. It, if if you're talking about what I think you're talking about, I probably am. Uh, yes, yes, you are right. I would love to. I would love to breach that once we get there. All that right. that's let's, clo- let's that's closer there. to the end of the episode. We'll yeah, get right. there. We'll get that. We'll get there. Um. Okay. So we get this scene with Pegasus, yes. and he's informed of Mokuba's escape, and he's like, yeah, whatever, it's all a part of my plan. Oh, it's all a part of my gamer plan for gamers. And then we cut to Yugi and friends. Or yeah. should I say Joey and friends? I yeah. still don't know. <laughs> well, okay, so the the only other thing uh, about Pegasus, there's a, here's the thing, you know... I, I feel like generally we try to keep the plot summaries on the shorter side, but there's so much going on in this episode. So, uh, the last thing with Pegasus is that, um, he's got a, like, big TV screen that comes out of the ceiling or whatever. Um, and apparently he's just got spy cameras all over the island, but is specifically just watching Yugi. Um, so. Creepy. Yeah, it's very creepy, uh, but also, yeah, just assume. That anytime that we're watching Yugi and the, and the gang, uh, doing stuff, uh, Pegasus is, Pegasus Pegasus is is probably sitting in his chair, idly watching while reading a comic book. Oh my god! Now, I know that Pegasus. it's not it's not analysis time, but Ray, I was actually thinking the exact same thing. Is Pegasus the audience standing? I think he <laughs> like, is. Are we just watching Pegasus's secret cameras to see what Yugi and his friends are up to? Okay, I, it's not analysis time, but oh gosh, I wanna talk about how. Ooh, I, mm. uh, I wanna I wanna talk about how this this implies then that we that Pegasus is the audience surrogate and they are putting. Us in a position of power to get torn down by Yugi and Joey at some point. Well, it's like it's like social commentary, right? Yes. It's like everyone has the capacity to uh, steal and appropriate it, uh, it's... items from Egyptian tombs and turn them into a children's card game where you trap a bunch of people on an island and force them to fight for your amusement. It's like that game. Um... 
um oh what is it called uh it's that shoot it's that shooter game that like forces you to do a bunch of bad stuff and then at the end tells you that you're a bad person for doing Bioshock? all the bad stuff that you did there's so many games yeah, that do that like now. the first thing that came to mind was bioshock and also dishonored maybe off. well off's know? not a shooter but it does that uh the specific one i was thinking of um it's like a tr- it's, it's a traditional like military shooter. Oh, Apex. It's Apex Legends. Oh, somebody will tell me in is it? a oh, month is and a it? half when this oh, goes Oh, oh, I know. It's Call of Duty Moral Quandary. <laughs> that's That's very close, honestly. That's my favorite oh, Call of Duty. It's, it's it's Spec Ops the Line is what I was thinking of. I've never heard of that game. Um Undertale hmm. 2. It well yeah, it's <laughs> anyway, it's like that. Um and I I'm glad that everyone knew what I was talking about including myself so that the joke landed really good and everyone laughed. And at, then everyone at, clapped. And everyone and <laughs> everyone clapped. <laughs> and we got an encore of the joke too. Um uh, <laughs> Could you could you imagine if that's how it worked? Where like you know a, a comedian goes off stage and then they call for an encore and the comedian comes back on stage and just tells the same joke again. Is that <laughs> not what happens? I've never now, been to a I've, comedy. I've live never. Comedy I've never. Show. I've never been to a live comedy show. So maybe so it does happen. I can. Well, I can tell you how it goes. Basically, they tell their final joke, and then everybody is like encore, encore, and then the magician, no magician, the magician, <laughs> yeah, the magician, the magician, no, the comedian comes back on stage, and he leans close into the mic, and he says, "No, that's all the material I prepared. Thank you very much, though. Goodbye." <laughs> Um, or maybe I'm just thinking of my comedy routine. Uh, anyway, we well, get isn't back isn't, on. isn't comedy a sort of magic? Okay, here's the thing. You said <laughs> you mixed up Canadian, 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 and magician, Canadian. and I immediately my brain went to dark comedian and dark comedian girl. Uh, are, those, <laughs> are those characters in Yu Gi Oh? I don't think so. No, but oh. what if though? But what but if? But what if? But what if? Uh, so anyway, so after, uh, so Pegasus's whole deal is like, you know, uh, we'll find the, 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 the runaway kid because they're gonna go try and find Yugi and we already got eyes on Yugi. Um, and sure enough, uh, the mystery boy, uh, oh, oh, wait, now hold on. This is an important part that I'm missing. And that's- Uh, the part where- Go ahead. Well, no, you you can you can take it from me if you want. Oh, I was gonna say this was important to me. It's the part where Tristan judo flips a man. Yeah. So so uh, <laughs> y- the Yugi gang is walking around and they hear a boy screaming and they run and they're like, "What's up?" Uh, and they see a man <laughs> with a, with, a, with a spike in his hair, a spike for hair. Um, just just complete like grappling he looks, a child he looks like the final evolution of tristan he does <laughs> he does which i can't it looks wait. like if you you give tristan the moonstone and he 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 heckin evolves it's right dark in front tristan of you. i can't i can't wait until tristan levels up and evolves into chemo which is the which is that guy's name oh interesting um uh, k-e-m-o Okay, so they see Kimo um, being grapple gra- uh, grappling this boy, 
And the boy is like, hey, all my starships got stolen by a mystery lad. And, like, it's not fair that I'm being kicked off the island because he's being kicked off the island. Um, and, uh, Kimo's like, hey, the boat's leaving in 30 minutes. If you can get the starships back in 30 minutes, then this kid can get back into the, into the competition. So, they go back to the scene of the crime and get jumped by said mystery lad. Um, which, by the way, uh, it's... It's it's Mokuba. It's Mokuba Kaiba. It's it's Mokuba. Oh my goodness! I didn't it's see little, that coming. It's little brother Kaiba. This it's, is you also, also the first time you did say his name, name earlier in this episode when when during the plot summary. Mm-hmm. So did we already say Mokuba's this territory? Name? Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh. Well. Whatever. It's Mokuba. Uh, so yeah, this is the first time, I think this is the first time we're learning Mokuba's name, but we've seen him before. Yes. Uh, during the first episode, he was in the sidelines for Kaiba briefly. Kick um, his butt, big brother! You have something like that. Kick the man's butt, butt, butt. <laughs> so, uh, then, um... Okay, so Mokuba challenges Yugi to a duel uh, with the stolen starships and deck. By the way, Mokuba stole this whole kid's this this deck this kid's whole deck. Um, so like not great, but okay, whatever. Um, uh, and can we? I don't even know how to begin to describe Mokuba's motivations, really. Okay, okay, okay. I wrote some notes down on this, so I can I can cover this. Yeah, a little please bit. take it from me. Okay, um, so essentially Mokuba's motivation to, to duel Yugi, at least, uh, up front, is that he's upset that Yugi broke up his family because Kaiba left Kaibakor and Mokuba to go soul searching after Yugi mind broke him. Right, yeah, so. And then. Yeah, which so, makes it seem a little bit less altruistic, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. But then he also reveals afterwards, after we, we find the real reason. Well, that's his personal reason. But another reason is that Pegasus is trying to take over Kaibakor. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, um, they have to get rid of Kaiba, Seto Kaiba, and make Mokuba the quote unquote head of Kaibakor because of bylaws saying that it has to be a Kaiba in charge. Right, and right. there's a lot of stupid power but, struggle involved. But there's another layer to this, which uh-huh. is very confusing. And that's that apparently, in order to, to take over Kaiba Corp, Pegasus needs to beat Yugi in a duel. Because, and Mokuba well, is trying to beat Yugi so that he can take over Kaiba Corp instead of Pegasus. No, is no, my, no. Is my understanding because of what my happened. understanding was that like they had to defeat Yugi because of Kaiba's humiliation. Yeah, and and Mokuba's reasoning to beat Yugi was so that Yugi got kicked out of the competition. That way, Pegasus doesn't can't fight Yugi and take that humiliation kick. By the way, it's this, very confusing. The summary of this episode is like like fifteen paragraphs long. Jeez. Well, yeah, so's mine. Mine's about a page, but it's filled with a lot of subtext. Oh, not not my notes. I'm talking about on the wiki. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Okay. We know. Okay, good. Marble wrote the wiki. Didn't you know she she's a Yu-Gi-Oh! super fan? I actually wrote it uh, during the episode. <laughs> 
So yeah, uh, Mogoba has like three motivations to to fight Yugi in a duel, and they all relate back to Kaiba and Pegasus and Yugi in some form. Okay. And then, oh. Te- uh, sorry, I'm reading a sentence from the, the summary. Taya realizes that Mokuba thinks that if he can defeat Yugi, then Pegasus won't be able to duel him, and the plan to take over Kaiba Carp will fail. Right. Um, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I think that most of the stuff in this episode is very grain of salt, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I'll take your word for it, writers. You know better than I do how Kaiba Corp works, but, like, go off, I guess. <laughs> See, it's uh... just... It's so, it, the, the weirdest part, the f- part that is difficult to understand is that Mokuba's main reasoning is to, 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 to make sure that Pegasus doesn't take over Kaibakor. He has to beat Yugi in a duel so that Mark of Humiliation is not pre, like, Pegasus can't take that Mark of Humiliation from Yugi mm-hmm. and have a higher power in the, in the societal structure. It's wild. Okay. So, um, okay. So I guess, I guess from this point, we can get into the duel in quotation marks. It wasn't a duel. It was a one-sided, it was a conversation is what it was. It was a a conversation while some duel monsters was happening. And it was the same, same three frames of, of monster. Mm -hmm. Please. Um, so it's it's three turns long. Uh, the the duel ends prematurely. Um, Mokuba keeps summoning monsters, and uh, well, okay. So Mokuba summons man-eating plant. Then Yugi summons Winged Dragon Guardian of the Fortress and absolutely destroys Man-Eating Plant. You know, I actually have lost a really important duel before because I accidentally summoned Plant-Eating Man. And it was just like a vegetarian roommate I used to have and he just walked away. Oh, just, well, whoops. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Mokuba summons Crocodilius. Uh, and it, that monster is also destroyed by the Winged Dragon. And then, you know, Yugi gives this big, it starts to give this big speech. You can't win a duel with cards that aren't yours. Uh, but apparently he's not paying much attention. When he gets into his, like, lecture mode, he just sort of gets into himself and doesn't really pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, the, um, the monologue, the monologue dissociation. Right. Uh, and, uh, he looks over and he's like, Wait a second. Where did Mokuba go? Which, that cements my theory that <laughs> Yami Yugi is a supervillain, because that's such a supervillain thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> to monologue until your, your opponent gets to pull a fast one on you. And here's the thing, what were Yugi's friends doing? Apparently not, time? apparently not watching either. <laughs> like, I think, I think they were all like, I don't know, maybe they were all looking at each other and... I don't know. Um, but, uh, Mokuba sneaks up and grabs two of Yugi's star chips. He has five at this point, but, uh, Mokuba steals two of them. Uh, and bolts. Uh, because he's, he's like, if I can't beat you, Yugi, I'll have you disqualified. But you can't do that if you don't grab all the star chips, Mokuba. It's true. Oops. Um, tried. Epic, epic fail, Mokuba. Epic fail, Mokuba. Mokuba. Um, so, Yugi convinces, uh, he Mokuba. lectures harder. He lectures harder. He he like <laughs> it was like if if that does if that lecture didn't work then let's try this one. Uh, Yugi promises Mokuba to help beat uh to help 
beat Pegasus together. And I was like, but first we gotta return, we gotta return all the stuff to the boy from the, from the boy you stole the stuff from. And I go to the boat and it's already gone. It's already gone and going. Now, I do want to mention that the children are rowing the boat. It's true. Yeah. Huh. And, and here's the thing. They took a on cruise this ship here. Yeah, the cruise ship left. Mm-hmm. Well, they can only afford it one way. <laughs> yeah, Pegasus, you can only afford it one way. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the children are rowing a boat into the ocean, into the wide open ocean, with no adult, seemingly, going with them. I don't know. Maybe Weevil's an adult. Weevil is not small. an adult. He's just Even a very if small he adult. Is, I don't. He is not responsible. No, no, he's not qualified. No. So, um, I, I don't know. There's, uh, there's a possibility that they get stranded in the middle of the ocean and have to resort to cannibalism, and it's just not a good scene. Maybe it's um, a situation where the sh- the cruise ship is there, but it's docked a little farther away, and they have to get to it first. Well, you certainly don't see it in the distance, do you? No. They have to find it. That's the challenge. It's part of the Duelist Kingdom challenge of escape. You're on a timer, and the it's... timer is called the human need for food and fresh water. Yu-Gi-Oh! started escape rooms on an island. Okay. Anyway, we need to finish this summary. Up. Who wants to go to the next thing that happens? Because the next thing that happens is pretty wild. Yeah, the guy just, uh, like, so they, they, they catch up to the boat. Well, they don't catch up to the boat, but they run to the dock, and they see the, the man standing there, and he's like, ha-ha, you didn't make it in time. Oh, and oh, before, they were like, before you get into that, sorry, uh, there's another bit of the episode, the the sort of cut to the... The, um, the Kaiba cut? To, to oh, the Kaiba right, cut. right, 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 right. So this is the part that I was really invested in emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, because a bunch of goons... Two, two, two goons run into Kaiba's room while he's studying the heart of the cards. He's like, huh, the heart of the cards. Uh, and they, 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 they burst into his room and then they're like, you're coming with us and you don't have a choice. And then they just point at him with their hands, they with just their bare hands, at him with their, ba- with their bare hands. And so this is the part that's important to me because I feel deep in my soul that in the original version, they were absolutely holding guns and it was edited for four kids. Tell me I'm right. Tell me I'm right, the Mars. Gu- so let me just read uh, a sentence from the differences and adaptations part of this Wikipedia page. That means I'm right. Uh, <laughs> the guns on Pegasus's henchmen are erased mm-hmm. from the dub. Mm-hmm. Also, scenes of them trying to shoot Kaiba are cut out. Excuse you? Yeah. Well, so <laughs> I, I, I know that like this isn't how writing plots works, but I do. I would like to venture to guess what the four kids version would have looked like if Kaiba actually got shot, <laughs> because then like it would be this scene where they they run in guns blazing and Kaiba just is inexplicably no longer in the show. But in the four kids dub, they just point at him and then he's gone. <laughs> well, because what actually happens is that, you know, Kaiba's working on his on his technology stuff. And the goons pop in, they're like, you're not going anywhere. And then Kaiba's like, well, guess what? And he, and he just kicks a chair at him uh, and jumps out the window. 
uh, down a cliff into the ocean. Which is not a good place to put your Kaibas. Yeah, and we don't, don't we, do, we don't see Kaiba after that, uh, after, well, in that scene at any rate. But his character arc isn't finished, so he's probably fine. Mm, well, it doesn't seem that way because, um, well, uh, Marble, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna take it? Okay. Um, so then the, the, the they reach the dock and the guy is like, Hey, you were too late. And they were like, we still got like 10 minutes left. And he was like, nope, tough, 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 tough stuff, McGruff. I'll, I'll show myself the door. Um, (laughs) and they're like, but we got his star chips back. And they hold him out to show the, the, the big tough man. And the big tough man is like, your money's no good here. And then he smacks the star chips into the ocean. Um, which is really wild. He is just bullying children now. Oh yeah, is, for sure. I guess he has been doing that from the start. No, for, but as, like, as like, uh, oh, and also in, in the flashback uh, with Pegasus, like in the business meeting with 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 the folks, like talking about the plan to take over Kaiba Corp uh, and kidnapping Mokuba. Um, uh, Kimo is the goon that grabbed Mokuba in that flashback. So, like, it's a, li- it's a little curious that Mokuba didn't seem to recognize him on the dock, you know? He's just a man that likes hurting children, I he guess. He is. And, um, uh, and also, <laughs> despite the fact that by our standards he has ridiculous hair, I guess, you know, maybe in, in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, Kimo is just, like, such a, such a boring-faced man that Mokuba just didn't remember him. I believe it. He doesn't have the wild, like, like, okay, his hair is wild, don't get me wrong, but, like, it's not, like, all over the place. Right. You know? Like, that's what it takes to be a memorable character. Unlike Mokuba, who has a full mane of hair. Literally a mane. He has, like, Toomba hair. Mm -hmm. Like, he looks like he was raised on a deserted island. Yeah. He looks like, he looks like the, the, the Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Wrath. Uh, from the original show, sure. the one who actually yeah, yeah, yeah. was living on a deserted island. Yeah, he does. Looks exactly like him. You're right. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Mokuba is wrath. He is very feisty. We'll talk about Full Metal Alchemist when we cover rune games um, on the podcast. <laughs> what? So, don't worry about it. So then Yugi is like, hey, I want to challenge you because you're bullying children and it kind of makes me uncomfortable and the guy is like okay meet me here at this time blah 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 so i could bully you too so Um, yeah here's the thing he says hey meet me here in four hours which is a lot of hours which is a lot of hours um and the gang are like, okay, and I guess they just walk away while while this man is holding their friend. I guess they just walk away and do their own thing for a couple of hours and then come back. I hope they found food at some point. I hope they found food, but also, that's just kind of wild. They just went to go do a Mako again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, well, you know... We want to help Mokuba, but we're not, like, all the way invested yet, you know? Like, we just met the kid. We're not yeah, there we're, yet. Yeah, we're not 100% invested in the kid, sure. But also, <laughs> we should not just let somebody kidnap a child and trust them that they'll be somewhere when they say they will be and let them have the child in the meantime. How does this episode end? 
so this episode ends with them meeting this man in, in in the in the playing field and he's like you actually won't be fighting me you'll you'll be <laughs> i believe in you you got this <laughs> you won't be fighting me you'll be fighting dark kaiba and then you see kaiba well he doesn't call him dark kaiba he says that it's actual real life kaiba well but he also it's like it's like satan kaiba it's like satan he has kaiba. glowing eyes and like marks on his face and he when he talks it's like there's like a voice synthesizer over it that makes him sound like a like i don't even know he looks all gaunt and some kind of ghoul. like he ghoul. like like a like a like an evil vocaloid like an evil version of the antagonist of the show we're watching which is wild considering kaiba's already the antagonist is he dun dun i mean he you was. know actually now i'm not so sure because he is kind of like he is kind of like oh heart of the cards <laughs> no i do want to do a quick bit here i want okay. to please do come a quick up. bit thank I you thank to... you for announcing your bit Yes, I wanted to come up with as many death-related announcement puns as we can, just like Dead Kaiba did. What, what, what did he say? Uh, um, that, that you don't Yugi stand a ghost of a chance, Yugi. I've been dying to duel you again. Um, I'm about to move you to the graveyard. <laughs> Yo, that was good. Um, that was good. That was good. Um, I'm going to eat your flesh. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh wait, no, oh, that's oh, not. Oh, dear. Nope. Oh, God. Let's go back. Marcy, you got any good ones? Um, um, okay. No. <laughs> okay. Fair. All right. Fair. And that was Yu-Gi-Oh! today. That was today's episode aired on 4kids.com. Don't go there. You'll get viruses probably. I want to uh, go there. This no. episode... oh, it was 4kids.tv. I remember it vividly. This episode aired Uh Almost exactly 19 years ago. Excuse you? Yeah. It wants me to do a security check How old on this am website. I? Marble, don't do this, please. We need oh, to I'm go... getting viruses. I'm downloading oh. all the viruses. It's just saying I've been dying to see you again over and over. Let's pop open that malware bites. Can we do a, car- a card corner? For sure. Uh, I'm not sure which, which card we would oh, talk about. Oh, I have, I have one. Okay. Is it the cool blue dragon? No, the, I'm saving that one. Is it man-eating plant? Yes, because I get to make little shop of horror jokes. Ooh, I haven't seen that movie. Okay, well, this won't work. How about we skip Card Corner this week? Um, I'm sorry, uh, but I cannot let you do that with a description like this. Okay, let's see. I can't open malware bites. I think I'm stuck with some four oh, kids viruses. Oh, okay. All right. No, you're right. We have to talk about man-eating plant now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? We have to talk about man-eating plant. This description is juicy. It's a very juicy oh. description. So, man-eating plant is a monster type card. Its attribute is earth. Its type is plant. It's a two-star level. Attack is 800. Defense is 600. Not a great and... card overall. No. And its description... A meat-eating plant that is attractive to the eye but dangerous when approached. Now, okay, I'll take okay, I'll take your word for it, Yu-Gi-Oh writers. But um, when looking at it, would what you I dig will say plant? Is I would not. 
I would not. All right. Quite okay. Instead of going deep dive into this, I'm just gonna go in with a question. Also, I think Marvel did actually get malware because she has not said anything. No, I'm here. Okay. I just like here's the thing is that I feel like I don't have a stake in this because I um already love man eating plant with all my heart. I do wonder how it gets nutrients from the meat because it, it it is a plant after all. It's the blood. Does oh okay. No, I don't. that answers my question. <laughs> also, I can't get malware bytes to open, so my oh. computer might be compromised by four kids. <sighs> Marvel, pretty I soon, all you. of my pretty soon my screen is just going to be replaced by the four kids national anthem. No, hey, hold. Mm. Oh, I got it open. Okay, I'm scanning my computer while we do this. Okay, okay. good. Um, I'll, I'll I'll give periodic updates on the Four Kids TV virus. Okay. All right. Hey, good. everyone, don't go to fourkids.tv. It's a bad time. <laughs> um, I I'm gonna make this card corner short because we had kind of a long synopsis. Um, I have one major question for y'all. Okay. With consent, would you kiss this plant? Yes. Um, I think kisses are low enough stakes for me. I like. I. I don't know. I kiss my friends. It's fine. Just kiss a plant. Okay. Here's my qualifying statement on this. Is it on the lips? Yes. Okay. It doesn't I, have to be a whole makeout session. No. No. Well, no, no. Now here's here's the, here's thing. the thing. Here's it the is thing. a man-eating plant. So as long as it respects my gender identity, I'll be safe. Now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now. Nice one. Uh, same, but also, uh, here's, here's the thing. It's not that I'm opposed to kissing the man-eating plant. You can say no, Mars. No one's gonna judge you, aside from the here's planties Here's the thing. I think, I think there's a logistical problem here. Okay. In that it's got spikes jabbed, jabbing out of its lips at all angles. The more to make you so cautious what if, with. What if, what if it, what if it gelled them back for you? I don't, uh... I don't, I don't know that it can <laughs> what if, what if it gelled them back? What if it put on a nice tux and and took you to a romantic candle at dinner? <laughs> this is getting out of hand. Uh, while this I is the toss name, it, this... while I toss it meat because it has no arms and also well, it is. It's not just a no meat eating plant. It is a man eating plant. So it, you would have to be okay with having dinner with this plant while it eats a human being. I mean, it's. I mean, it's a man eating plant. Who's it eating? That, um, Pegasus. No. <laughs> Not allowed. Yeah, the show would end very early it, it if you would, did. It would. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say no. I don't think I would kiss the man-eating plant. I'd maybe kiss them on the noggin, but I don't think on the lips. Okay. I would not kiss this plant anywhere. Um, it scares me. I know it, it. it's afraid of me as much as I'm afraid of it, and also wants to devour me, probably. Um, so I'm good. That is a concern. Yeah. I respect it and its power, but I, I'm good on the smoochies. Thank you. You know what? That's valid. There you go. Um, no viruses yet. Okay. Just to just to give an update. All right. So I'd like if that's if that's the wrap on Card Corner, I would like to uh, I'd like to uh, amend something that I said in I believe episode three. Okay. Uh, it's the one when they're on the boat. Mm-hmm. So I made the claim that we were never going to see the generic people in the line ever again <laughs> but i'm pretty sure the person who got like his cards stolen i'm pretty sure he was there like 
just, I don't just know. like an innocuous, like brown haired kid who got kidnapped and then got his card stolen by Mokuba. Like he looked pretty similar to the random people we saw in the background of the line that I said that we would probably never see again. So you know what? Good on you, Yu-Gi-Oh! I stand corrected. Consistency. Um, I mean, I'll take your word for it. I certainly don't know for sure. And, um... There's no, like, that's that's certainly not something that is detailed one way or another um, on the wiki, so, I don't know. Um, who wants to dive deep into the, the Millennium Puzzle and untangle its mysteries with me? Uh, I, well, I, sure. I love... I I love just your whole wording and that whole thing. Yeah, it it really got me enticed. Like I I was really opposed to it until I heard you say that, and then I was like, maybe I do want to do. Yeah, yeah, you've convinced me with your words, Ray. Your charisma stat is very high. Wow, that was oh wow. Okay, your charisma stat is thick. Oh no. (laughs) Okay, all right. Okay, then. All right, you flatter me. So I want to talk about what we learned about the. Uh, the the Millennium Puzzle powers in this episode. Okay. <laughs> in, in our conversations with Mokuba, Yugi, and Kaiba. Oh, they yeah. They're certainly very vague, aren't they? They're yep. very vague, but there's some new stuff in this episode. Yes. Who? Somebody says at some point, it's like he's looking into someone's soul. Yeah. I think it was Yugi towards Mokuba, I think. Um, and no, I think, I, I think it was like Taya about Yugi. Yeah. Um, yeah, Yugi, like and, Yugi was looking into Mokuba's soul. And and um and then Joey says uh uh soul soul schmoll uh i can see from here that that kid's going to get his butt kicked or whatever soul yeah. schmoll but here's the thing about Yugi looking, Yami Yugi looking into Mokuba's soul is that that allowed him to understand his relationship to Kaiba? Yeah. He can detect lineage. Yeah. Mm. Before well, before Mokuba unmasked himself. So I, here's my theory. Okay. okay. My theory is that the Millennium the Millennium item, maybe this isn't the most fun and exciting theory, but my, my theory is that it's going to do whatever the plot needs it to <laughs> at the time, <laughs> every episode from here to the end of the show. Well, I, don't, so, I don't know that that's a bad including, theory. Including mind-breaking people, brain-shattering them even, um, looking into people's souls to detect their lineage and relationships to other human beings. Um, lecture powers. Make you, make you two feet taller and give you lecture powers and also make you look like a supervillain and act like one. Um, also make so, people go, uh, when you transform into Yami Yugi. It's true. Oh. Um, so here's the final um, notable difference about the... Um, uh, between the two versions of this episode. Okay. And this is something that is consistent throughout, I think, maybe the rest of the show. Uh, it's that whenever Yamayugi uses his Millennium Puzzle powers, he gets a glowing eye on his forehead. Yes. This is a four kids edition. Oh. The glowing eye. Oh, it's is, an edition. Is n- the glowing eye is not part of the original show. Why would you do that? I don't know. Is it to distinguish? Yami Yugi from Yugi? I, I, well, they already people... look pretty different. And there's right, a like, whole, and there's a whole transformation sequence that is but also like... added to the, to the dub. Oh, true. I mean, a magical girl transformation. Come on. I was going to say, it. it is like the striking similarities. No, it's, well, this is a magical boy anime. Thank goodness. When are we going to get a gender neutral magical anime? Um, it might exist. It might it, exist. It might and exist. I just don't, I don't know, know it. Know. 
Um, anyway, I'm... I wish, <laughs> I wish that in more magical girl animes, because usually when in those transformation sequences, you know, like in Sailor Moon, it's just like, like, oh, she's like silhouetted nude, and then she gains all these clothes, and it's kind of gross. Um, I wish it was more like in Yu-Gi-Oh, where they just turned into a taller version of themselves. <laughs> Let's get more She-Ra transformation. Yes! Yes! Yes, it's exactly like She-Ra. Thank you. Oh, yes. Good. Oh, I'd love that. Here's a... I want to see more transformations that are a bit more grounded and realistic, where the protagonist's friends run in with, like, extra gloves and capes and just put them on the character, but yes. still make it very, very beautiful and fancy. Yeah, And there's and, still and, music and, and posing. And if the character gets taller, then it's, like, an actual, like, growth spurt, and it takes a few a few days to sort of, like, even out, and they're, mm-hmm. like, kind of sore the whole time, and they're, like, or- <laughs> I don't want to duel. I need ibuprofen. I hate this. <laughs> I think or, I'm dehydrated. Or if, or if they do magically grow bigger, it's just like all their clothes don't fit anymore. Yep, they gotta go shopping. And it's just like, ah, oh, oh, my shoes are so tight. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of size, oh, wait, does anyone else have okay. anything to say? No, 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 <laughs> no. Take that out. Um, but does anyone have anything else to say about the Millennium Puzzle powers that we learn about or not learn about in this episode? I just I don't know think... if this. Oh. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I don't know if this was if this counts as a Millennium Puzzle uh, quandary, but I do like the canonical edition that you cannot win a duel with cards that you stole from someone. It's just impossible. The heart of the cards won't allow it. Yeah. But what if they're given to you, like Grandpa well, that, well, Yugi? Well, that's that's. Different. that's that's different. different. That's not what he's saying. Especially if your grandpa has an astral projection uh, contract with you, and he can now, just show up. Ray, if, Ray if if I if I came over to your house and I gave you a copy of Spire of the Dragon Two for PS One, okay. uh, and I handed it to you, did you say Spire of the Dragon Two? I did say Spire of the Dragon Two. Oh, you PS1. know me so well, <laughs> Ripto's Rage, baby. Yes. That's the best one. Um, Autumn. Uh, when okay. uh, when when I hand you the case. Okay. Would you say that that is stealing? No. Okay. So th- then, like, yeah. So, so, it's, so, it's, so, so it's, the natural progression is what you're saying is that if Ray stole a copy of Spyro uh-huh. Two, then he wouldn't be able to beat it. It's I true. wouldn't even be able to put it into my PS2. It's cursed. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Here's the other thing that I want to point out. Mm-hmm. So Mokuba, when he is, um. In his masked boy form, uh, he dons a blue bandana that covers most of his face except for his eyes, and the rest of his head is covered by a purple beanie, uh, which somehow, he has a scene where he takes it off, and all of his hair just falls out, and it's just, there's just so much hair, it's just like, how Magical did you see transformation? Is, and he, he <laughs> is a human mop. He yeah. <laughs> is a human mop. Uh, but here's the other thing that I want to point out is that on the beanie, on the forehead of it, yep. right in front, there's a little M uh-huh. for Mokuba. Thank you for noticing that too. I appreciate you. I thought it stood for my my. I really like dueling. <laughs> <laughs> it stood for Maximilian. Oh, it could have. Oh, it no. could have been a Max. It could have been Maximilian's beanie. He does seem like a beanie he person, does seem doesn't like he? Like in a ca- on a casual Friday beanie. Um, I uh, is there any fan art of Maximilian Pegasus in like sweats? 
sitting Probably. like lazing on well, you know, lazing on you know, the couch like, in a beanie with with like eating ice cream out of the 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 canister the canister that's not right <laughs> so i like the idea of like of like you know how in the early 2000s you would see like t-shirts with like tweety bird and like bugs bunny on them but they had like cigars and like and like yeah. and like like quote unquote bandanas tattoos and, and yeah stuff. it's like i want to see that but with with maximilian pegasus oh i love yes please <laughs> please no don't they owe me don't they owe me don't look up pictures of maximilian pegasus because it might include spoilers for you marvel um okay I do have one more thing about the Millennium Puzzle that I just remembered that was revealed to us. Okay. Yugi explicitly states that he mind broke Kaiba and took away an evil evil essence from him, clearing right. his mind. You're right. He does say that. He, he says that he, like, cleared away all of the evils from his mind or whatever. And now- Honestly, and- I need him to mind break me real quick. <laughs> TBH. It sounds therapeutic now. now. Now that they've sort of, like, given us this information i'm like come on yugi get it over with come on break it Beat smash me it duel. up come on give me that brain shatter uh, now are you willing to go through an entire duel and a lecture before he mind breaks you yeah yeah okay then yeah, what is it it's what part, is it 20 minutes it's part come of on. the process you look you know if you're hanging out with yami yugi he's gonna give you a lecture about fr- now about friendship now here's the thing is that i think that like Kaiba was very resistant to the mind break, so that's why it looked like the most painful experience he has ever had in his entire life. So uh-huh. I'm hoping that just by being sort of chill with it, it maybe won't cause lasting physical damage. Yeah, well, no, I well, don't think you'll question your it, existence. It's, it's like, you know, it's like a vaccination, right? The... <laughs> the, um what once you get mind broken once you don't have to do the, it again the actual uh except for a booster every 10 years the actual like <laughs> the needle process that's painful right but afterwards you're better off i'm so tired of these anti-mind breakers <laughs> They're the reason that Kaiba's made a resurgence in the past few years. I can't handle this. Um, I, have... I love that the more <laughs> the fur, like the further this podcast goes along, the the more we make it so evident. We're we're making our our sort of like political sh- stuff very clear. We're making. Our I can't. Fans... I can't not. This it's this true. show is so political. It is. It is. Um, like, and it it's definitely not what I was expecting going in, but it is absolutely like the natural fit for this show. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a little bit of that in the episode with the the Kaiba Corporation and the the mysterious five figures that Pegasus is the, talking f- to. The five, the five old men. Which I'm... anti-exodia? Oh, the anti-exodia! <laughs> Which oh. I'm pretty sure one of them is also voiced by the voice actor of Joey. It sounded very similar. <gasps> Joey's secretly an old man. Oh no, Joey! Earth to Joey! <laughs> Earth to Joey! Stop being evil, Joey! Stop being an evil old man, Joey! That's capitalism. I gotta say, like the way that they speak to Pegasus in that sort of like like conniving, like we are absolutely 100% making evil plans right now mm-hmm. sort of tone. Uh-huh. 
is exactly how I imagine like CEO like board meetings go. Oh like, I'm, yeah, ninety nine percent sure that they're like shadows. And now, yeah. now we're going to I'm now we're going to kidnap game. a child. We're gonna yeah. take over this company. We're gonna kidnap some children. We're gonna hold them in an island somewhere. Yeah, they they <laughs> they literally they they like they they say pretty upfront. We want to kill Kaiba. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we want to kidnap his brother. They say those in very and explicit terms. And use him as a figurehead. Yeah. They're, they're like, doing a regicide. They're like, yeah. That like they could not be more like like obviously evil. Uh, it's it's like, and I think you're totally right. That is basically how every board meeting goes. Yeah, I'm excited for Kaiba's arc where he uh, realizes the evils of money. Well, what are you talking about? Establishes Kaiba's, arc? A- Kaiba's dead. Remember? Yeah. Kaiba oh is yeah. Ghost. Uh, right his now. ghost he fell into the ocean. He fell into the ocean, and they then. I guess found uh, him four hours later. I think that I think that Mako pulled him out. Oh, uh, and then <laughs> Mako and Kaiba uh, eloped. <laughs> that is not the word I was expecting. I want you to know this is the second time I've heard the wedding march today. What? Oh. oh, okay. And uh, I'm gonna ask you the same question I did earlier. Who's getting married? Kaiba Ka- and, and Mako. Kaiba and Mako. Th- also, me and the Harpy Lady. It's a I double thought- wedding. Oh my god! Double wedding. Yes. Is what? Judge Man gonna pre- preside over wedding? No. Is is now is Judge Man an ordained minister? Ordained minister is probably no. A that's card, right? that's 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 priest man. That's or, ordained minister man. He I, bought his now, certificate now online just, for $35. Now we're just, okay. now we're, now we're we're just, just goofing made, now. Now we're just making Mega Man bosses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ordained minister man is a Mega Man boss? Yes. Yeah. Priest just fill man? out this survey and pay $45 and you'll get your license sent in the mail and then you could fight Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Priest man flagellates you, you and get, also you... shoots beams of light at you. I love this. Are we? Uh, is this the episode? This is was this a the wild... episode. This this one. <laughs> I have one more yeah. thing, and it's important for plot. Okay. In in Pegasus's castle, we do see two portraits of people we've never seen. Actually, no, that's a lie. We've seen one of them in the opening. Oh, it's... sure. Right, I remember that kind of. Yeah. yeah, neither of these people will come up for a while. Yeah, but this is the first time we see them in canon. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a little tidbit before we go that's important for plot. Okay. I'm gay. Marble? Marble. That's me. Hello. <sighs> well, this <laughs> has been Deck me, of me too. Me, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, our hands been uh, played. Now, hold on. Mars, you need to do it. You're really stepping on Mars' I know. toes right now, Ray. I do the outro. It's me. I do, I'm the one who does it, Raymond. This is not a democracy, Raymond. You're both starting to call me Raymond. <laughs> Well, I do it in an endearing way. Mars is doing it to intimidate. I do. I, I do it in a hostile way because uh, I'm mean now. Oh no! It's Dark Mars. It's <gasps> Dark Mars, the dark side of the Mars. Marble, what's wrong, Ray? You look like you've seen a ghost. Marble, you have to duel them. I'm Dark Marble. No, <laughs> I'm Dark Marble, Ray. I'm a straight person. I hate <laughs> this cannon. I hate this cannon so much. Hey, even Dark. Mars isn't straight. (laughs) 
I, we need to stop this. You don't stand a ghost of a chance. Goodbye, everybody. I'm ending the episode. I'm pulling the plug. Here we go. Bye. Hey, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Deck of Friendship. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. If you enjoyed the show, uh, A, hey, share it with a friend. It would it would really mean a lot to us. Um, uh, and, and B, hey, if you wanted to leave a review on iTunes, that's also a really, that would be also really cool of you. You can find us on Twitter at Friendship Deck, uh, or at Deck of Friendship Pod at gmail.com. Our turn is over. Your move. <laughs> <laughs>